When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Faro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. At the board is none other than Matty Ice. Matty, I feel like I haven't seen you for months, brother. How are you? I feel the same way, and I'm doing amazing. Feels good to be back, man. It does. It does it really feel does. good to be back. I felt like, God, I had to have my fix of the star of the show, Whoa. Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? I had to have my fix of Matty Ice. How you doing? What's up there, Matty Ice? You know, you, he doesn't look like he's aged a day. He hasn't. He hasn't. The, does he have a beard? I uh, yeah, it's, I got I got to trim a little bit, you know. It's growing out a bit. Were you happy to see 2020 uh, dissipate, my friend, or what? 2020 was the worst. Yeah, of course. Who isn't happy? To <laughs> Is see it the worst year of your life? Ooh, I'm going deep, what right the, out of the bat, what folks. What the hey? Ah, I don't even have to put a horn on that one. That's right. Um, it was close. Yeah, it was pretty lousy. Yeah, 2020 absolutely sucked. Yeah, pretty bad. You know, before we get into it, I want to thank the fans. Um, you know, we we get our reviews from YouTube and uh, iHeart and everything. Okay. So if anyone goes to the Monty and the Faro fan page, uh, you'll see that we win number 26 most listened to pro wrestling broadcast in the United States. Wow, it's a big And country. there's proof as a there's country. a picture on there, right? Nicely done. Not yeah, too bad, my friend. Nicely Not too done. bad. To the audience, the Monty and, the Fowler, and on uh, YouTube, audience, we are the number 32nd most watched pro wrestling Not, broadcast. Where is this again? On YouTube. Very nice. Very Not nice. bad for I heard little Canadians youngsters. Like us too. Is that true? Canadians, we are number twenty. No, I'm sorry, we are number seventy-eight in Canada. Okay. Oh. So we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. You knock on the door. Hopefully, it opens. So cool. I'm driving. I'm driving home from work, and my daughter calls me and my wife, and I'm like, "What are they bothering me about?" And they're like, "Hey, did you see the news?" And I'm like, "No, what? I've been working." And they're like, "Are you kidding me right now?" All right. And uh, well. You know, I've been living in a holding tank lately, so uh, what are we talking about here? Icy, we got to have you weigh in, too. Looks like we're starting out 2021 uh, not in the most uh, terrific ways as uh, are you going, are you the thinking? D.C. protest reaction uh, to democracy in trouble. Thoughts, guys? You want to take this, kiddo? You want to go first before I put a sledgehammer down? Go ahead. Yeah. So sledgehammer. I, I honestly think it's a pretty pathetic behavior, you know, from a losing side. That's mm. uh, not how you go about what you think is justice. You know, you never, especially the Capitol building, you know, riot. That's big no-no. And when you go and take the Capitol uh, building of the United States, that's insane it's mm -hmm. just it's just actually mind-boggling and mm -hmm. totally not the way how you should go about you know getting the if, election if, if I, about election you, I think it's a fucking disgrace are you okay with that uh yeah no i think it's a fucking disgrace, disgrace. I, like i said it's just pathetic hey, real quick before we get into it aw says let me ask you guys a serious question uh -oh. have you ever been laid laid skype with sunny doesn't count pharaoh that's that's pretty funny <laughs> that is pretty funny that's, hey hey listen skype with sunny does count right right I am as long as you complete it counts i'll tell you what i am worried about though why on earth are you that interested in what we do with our penises i don't know that's a little strange bro and anyway, bon lewis says you, who comment. does the better rocker dropper marty or monty <laughs> 
Hey, listen. Marty Jannetty is a professional wrestler who kicked my ass. What else can I say? You dropped very impressively. I dropped you're, very you're impressive. An excellent dropper. Thank what you. What are we talking about? Jobber here, extraordinaire. With that real thing. All right, let's get, let's get serious. Ow. So we're talking about the march. Yeah. What are you thinking? I'm really, really disappointed with what I believe, uh, you know, there's there's certain things you should do and shouldn't do, and, and I'm really disappointed with Mr. Trump. I am at the point where I don't even want to refer to him as the president, even though wow. he still is. I'm, I'm, he still is, but I really don't see that as the way you should conduct yourself when you're in that position. Now, however, I will say this. When people like... and. I think it's been stated before in the past. I can't stand either side, folks, just so you know. I can't stand any of them. I don't think that any of them truly give a crap about you or me out there. You and know, I'll, I'll just weigh just in me. and say I, w- I am a Trumper and I am okay. a hard-right Republican. Okay, so. fair, fair. You know I've always taken the Jim Morrison highway with these people. You Understood. know that. Yep. You know that. Um, I can't take any stock, though, when someone like Pelosi or Schumer gets up there and was like, eh, meh, 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 meh. you know, there's been a lot of violence done from the other side, too, and I didn't exactly see a campaign to, aggressive campaign to put a stop to that either. I have seen disgusting amounts of uh, intolerance from the extremes on both sides. The behavior is never going to solve a thing. Uh, they all get an F to me. Mm. Uh how do you feel about Trump basically telling them to go take a walk over there and, uh, you know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you. And, Matt, you weigh in, too. Um, Donald Trump had the opportunity to change his country for the better. True. And he failed miserably because of his ego. Mm-hmm. And, again, as being president of the United States, you have to put country and your people first mm-hmm. as a leader. Mm-hmm. He has not shown that leadership quality, um, so I agree with you. Yesterday was a, a disgusting day for this country. It was bad. Matt, what do you think, buddy? Yeah, no, I. Uh, I mean, I think it's it's he's been his rhetoric for uh, since the election loss has been kind of leading up to something like this, mm-hmm. and it. A good leader should just, you know, fall away gracefully. And I think due to his ego, for sure, you know, that uh, now the Senate has gone blue, as you guys, I'm sure, have heard. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll I'll say this. For anybody out there, I love this country. I love love God. You serve for this country. Yes, I have. By the way. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah, should be. The thing that separates us from all the other countries is we don't, are, we're not supposed to act like this. Absolutely not. We're not supposed to burn down cities. We're right? also not supposed to invade police stations. This, well, is, this has been going on both sides. It's disgusting. Now, I, I'm glad you brought that it's, out. So I, I, have a, I have a question for both of you because you really bring this up. Yeah. So we have all these senators making their speeches last night about how disgusted they were. Right. Right. But every one of them the are out. thanking the police for protecting them. The, the same police they hung. wanted to defund they hung them out to months ago. It, it's the, the, Chuck Schumer. The hypocritical bullshit. Chuck from Schumer. Is as sickening as the bullshit coming from the other end. Thank you. It's, it's sickening. This is not how anything's going to get fixed. And the extremists on both sides, they can go take a walk. 
By the way, Bon, bon Lewis weighs in. He says, Biden thinks they stormed Capitol Records. <laughs> That's pretty much. <laughs> Does this mean I can't buy the Beatles anymore? Matt, what do you think, man? What do you, what do you think about that, that you thank the, the same police that you tried to defund months ago? Well, I think, I think you can thank a service for you know, what they're doing for, and trying to reform what they're doing at the same time. I, I think if you're like dissatisfied with them, you can you can state how, that. How can you take back you words capa- that you say? That's you not. A, I don't think that's a. I don't I think that's you, a bro. walk back though. I think he didn't like defunding the police. Isn't about like having no police. And I just on the police matter too. I just want to say, I thought it was kind of uh, weird that they they were able to get into the Capitol building so easily. Mm. I thought the police would have been able to keep them back. Anybody foresaw that sort of thing happening? On I that agree. Level. I know. I, I agree. They should have. They should have. Yeah. Should have. There's no doubt about. Well, that. it won't happen again. That's all. Twenty twenty. It won't happen yeah. again. That's for shit sure. I would think now that this has happened. But why does it take a mistake like this to happen before they prepare properly next time for something like this? So before we cut out, uh, we we give you final thoughts on this, and we move into Russell and Farrell. Yeah. Uh, there's two great presidents in my mind. Again. Okay. We had uh, Dr. Dre in here, who yeah. wasn't a Ronald Reagan fan, and I understood He's exactly what he was saying. He's right? Got his reasons. But I still hold high, Ronald Reagan, a President Reagan, in high regard. Yep. Uh, his good. quote, which was used by the senators yesterday, I thought was pretty important. Peace is not absence of conflict. It is the ability to handle conflict by peaceful means. We must not be enemies through passion we have been strained. It must not break our bonds of affection. The mystic chords of memory will swell when again touched, as surely they will be, by the better angels of our nature. Wow. Abraham Lincoln, my friend. Wow. Damn. That you, says it all. Let me tell you something, too. I find that amazing because, you know, people a long time ago spoke really poetically. <laughs> Look at the difference in the language. Absolutely. Between the quotes, they both say amazing things, but Ronald Reagan is, uh, you know, he gets it done in two sentences. This one's like a piece of art here. It hits you right. In, wow. This is what made Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln one of the greatest presidents of all time. And this is, to me, what makes Donald Trump, unfortunately, one of the most delusional presidents of, of, any, of anyone's time. Right. I just saw a quote from him today. He said, you know, and so comes to a close the greatest first term in the history of the presidency of this country. Mm. Are you insane? You're going to compare your first term to Franklin Delano Roosevelt and a whole bunch of others I'm sure I could name. But my God, how can you be that far off on the pulse of the, of the country in general? And by the way, A.W. chimes in. Trump's an embarrassment. Let's be honest here. I'm a Republican, too. Understood. But hey, he's hurting our party. Yeah. Well, you're 100% he, right, sir. I think sir. he might have uh, given them the death blow for the next eight years. What do you think about that? He just did. I think he basically did. I think Matt just said that, right? Yeah. And Matt's the youth there, so that's the future talking right there. So, yeah, I do believe that that was a death blow. I think he wanted that to happen, too. I don't think he's any fan of the Republican Party. I well, think that they served his means. Again, we, we look for better times. <laughs> wow. We're getting older, right? We can't afford. Yeah, this is a mess. We cannot right? afford to lose years on our lives, right? Well, we are. We are. They're being sucked up by uh, big fat cows that are not getting it done for us. I would like to thank the band that sings the theme song for Monty and the Farrow. Mm. Uh, also, the lead singer, Mr. Jimmy oh. Farrow, along with his partner, Bart Griggs, are the part of the band Wisteria Hall. Yes, they sing songs like In My Dreams, like This it. Life, 
not far behind. Here comes the rain and, of course, the theme song, Riding High. Nice. You can find their music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. If you don't know it, you're watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, where you can be seen on YouTube, Monty Nefaro page, Facebook Live, Monty Nefaro page, oh. iHeartRadio, where we're number 28, Spotify, where we're number 28, nice. Anchor, where we are number 28, and again, you can go to our Facebook page for proof of that. Instead of the bullshit that's out there. Catch us on Twitch TV, Monty Nefaro page. Also, we're on TV. Did you know we're on TV? What's a TV? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> You've just been Zimmerman. Yeah. Oh, God. Ow. <laughs> Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 p.m. to 7.30 where you get our show in the... Reduced version. Reduced. He's doing it again. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I'm getting dumber by the years. For the early risers, you catch us on channel 115 from 6 a.m. to 6.30. And on channel 20 at 2 a.m. to 2.30 on Friday. That's like right after this show. Okay. Where you could catch such great legends as Ken Patera, Tony Atlas, Gina Zimmerman, um, <laughs> Tommy Wildfire, Richard. The list goes Tito along Santana. and along. Tito Santana. Hey. And did I say Gina Zimmerman? Yeah. My Uncle Irwin. <laughs> What are you talking about? We'll be right back after this commercial break with our first show of the new year. I don't have an Uncle Irwin. See you in a second. <laughs> you need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialist. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monte Nefaro, only seen here on Indie Music TV out of Long Island, New York. Happy New Year. Um, before we start, I want to thank Chris and Matt from Indie Music. What a great first year in this studio. Um, that flew by. I got to tell you, personally, and for the show, it, we couldn't be in a happier and a better place. And I want to thank you for all the hard work both gentlemen have put into the show. And, you know, from the sponsors to... YouTube, everything has grown twofold and yep. uh, or maybe tenfold, not tenfold. Well, well, That'd be a little too much. Let me get the calculator. I'll get all back right. to you. But, uh, no, Maddie, I want to thank you personally for all you've done for the show, my friend. And I think me and Afaro mean that together. No, thank you. I mean, it's been a blast uh, working with you guys. I mean, and you're becoming it's a been wrestling quite the expert. year, you know, yeah. You're becoming a wrestling He's expert. A wrestling I am becoming a wrestling Farrow, expert. Farrow, in 2020, we had many guests. Yeah. And many shows. Yeah, too many. What for was me your to favorite remember. show last year? 
Oh, that's really hard. I love throwing this crap at you, bro. Yeah, but then my brain gets twisted. Um, you know what? Uh, maybe because I'm also a musician, but I really dug when Andrew jammed with uh, Aqua Cherry. I yes. Think that, that was really, really awesome. And you're speaking about the great Andrew, Andrew Anderson, Anderson, friend of, of the course. show? Yes, of course. Uh, what else? Ken Patero was great. Um uh, Doink made me laugh because he reminded me of Jackie Gleason. I, I told you, I just thought he was hilarious. Uh, Tommy Rich was a wonderful revelation. What a great guy. Oh, my God, incredible. You know, of course, Tony Atlas giving us the great Bruiser Brody interview. Absolutely. Which has done great for the channel and for the show. Yep. You know, uh, just everything here. The studio has, you know, matched what we hoped for, and it's been a really good ride here. And it, I'm just very grateful for it. That's yeah. basically it. Well, and I'm also grateful to have you as my partner, for sure. Well, of course. God bless us all, everyone. Oh, my God. Who's that, Tiny Tim? I think so, yeah. Tiny Jim? Tim? Yeah, with the screws. Tiny Which, Tim or Jim? Who, Is it Tiny Jim or Tim? It's not Tiny Jim. It's Tiny Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. Tiny Jim. <laughs> Yo, bro. Tiny Jim. I... Personally, I really enjoyed the Intercontinental recap, the Intercontinental great. belt, and uh, as a guest, Ken Patera, that was pretty that incredible. Was excellent. The best was when could Vern Gagne kick your ass, and he almost came over and that kicked That almost ass. kicked my ass. <laughs> not like, good. Are you serious? <laughs> and like, let's not oh, forget Nikita oh, Koloff. That was great. I love looking at the old Nikita Koloff videos and knowing the man we had that we know now. And it's 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 He's it's crazy. Every time I think of him, I'll j I just flash back to the parking lot. Dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my car? We couldn't find the car. Yeah, that was hilarious. You know. And 2020 had a, a year of casualties, especially for the wrestling world. Um, so we want to take this moment, and uh, we're going to play a quick video for the wrestlers lost. Um, prayers to their family and prayers to them. This life is tearing me apart This life is tearing me apart Oh my God. 
All right, welcome back. Uh, 
Tough stuff, brother. As we year. get older. What a year. Pat Patterson. Ow. Ow. Zeus. Ouch. Sure. Kevin Green. That one really bothered me just also as a, as a fan of him as a football player. Uh, I was a, uh, st- um, you know, I have an affection for the Steelers as well as Jets right. first, obviously, but I do, did love the Steelers growing up, so. Road Warrior Animal. Man, how many gut, what about Brody Lee? Kamala? Yeah. Kamala. How many more were there? there were, no, there's just too many. Let me ask you, why do you think, and I think this is human nature, but why do you think that people were more affected by the passing of Brody Lee than Kamala or Pat Patterson? Well, in Pat Patterson's case, he was 80-something. In Kamala's case, we knew that he, you know, I think, what was he, around 70 or so, and that he had really poor health. You know, he'd already lost his legs and stuff, so we knew he had poor health. Brody Lee came out of nowhere. Brody Lee's 41 years old. Brody Lee was in the, you know, he was in the prime of his career, basically. He was, still had probably another f- five to ten in wrestling, you know. Uh, just, that was horrible. Came out of nowhere. He's got a, got a kid. Just awful. That was, a, that was a really bad shock, you know, when he passed away. It's the age thing, dude. You know, 41, come on. Ow. Right, with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break and return to our Happy New Year episode. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yay. <laughs> Jimmy, I got to take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. And Nitro's Garage, for all your automotive needs, call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen every Thursday, produced out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conkham in New York. Uh, Faro, yeah, 2020. Yeah. Greatest match or moment in your mind? Well, you know, I actually did a little homework on this. And by the way, it was pretty funny. I was, I was taking a look at different top tens and people's opinions right. over this past year. <laughs> and I'm sure you won't be that surprised to hear that... One of them was hilarious. It was like nine Japan matches, one WWE. I'm like, hey, I can't even look at a list like this. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's so jaded. It's like, stop it. Um, for me, and I think you'll probably agree because we did talk about this earlier in the week, and after reviewing a bunch of matches and stuff, I, I think that the Royal Rumble event itself from earlier this year, and right before we didn't no longer had people in the audience, there were people in the audience, yes. Uh, was probably the best thing I saw this year. I agree with you. It was well done, Royal Rumble. McIntyre eliminating Lesnar and then leading up to his WrestleMania. That match was excellent. And the return of Edge. That was incredible. 
that's the moment too. That's Remember the, the video moment, we and put that's together the match. of all the people screaming yep. at like all different oh, sites. That, I, I just got goosebumps. Nobody can. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pick uh, Team Taz running away from a 60 year old Sting <laughs> every episode of AEW. <laughs> Woo! <coughs> no, no. <laughs> Wait a minute, Taz can run. <laughs> Dude, oh. seriously, like, why do people uh. run away from a 60-year-old Sting? Well, he's got a bat, doesn't he? Brian Cage, he have a bat? Taz. Was he holding a bat? A plastic bat. I'm getting out of there. Pla- a plastic bat? Now I'm really running. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's I scary. Mean, what is the whole idea with that? He's They're scared of Sting? He's, he's the crow. He's just an old crow. An old, old crow. crow. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah. All right, well, we, we uh, <laughs> Monty DeFaro came up with a new segment called Head oh. to Head. Oh. Uh, and on this first edition, we're going to put up John Tolos. John Tolos. Against The Miz. Wow, what a wacky idea. Who thought of that one, man? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did think about it. We're going to head, do head-to-head once we get back from this commercial break. See you in a sec. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. Elm Logistics. For all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics, pride, performance, and partnerships. Jeff Quest, graphics design, custom vinyl lettering, and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest, graphic design. All right, well, we're really excited about this segment. Uh, so we're going to introduce our segment, and then uh, Farrow's going to tell us about the rules. I am? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, do we have that awesome artwork from uh, from Jeff? It's on its way. It's on its way? Oh, okay. All right, so am I going to read the rules now? All right, let me see if I can... Well, eat. let him let do the video, and then you can oh, read the rules. okay. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling for the heavyweight championship of the world are you ready wrestling fans are you All right, brother, head to head. Did Arrow, I just, what are the rules? Wait a minute, wait, wait, did I just hear Michael Buffer? Like, off in the distance? Yes, he did. Okay, all right, well, let's have at it here. These, uh, the rules for head to head are the following. This is based on the following five things, five uh, criteria items. Number one, mic skills. That should be uh, self-explanatory, I would think. Do you want to uh, you want to debate what this means to the audience? Uh, I w- they should understand what I w- that means, they right? They should, but if we need clarity, it's okay. use of the stick, right? Interviews use of the stick. or whatever you got going on. Right, yeah. right. How do you talk? Are you good at it? Yada, yada, yada. Okay. People, by the way, people are picking Tolos. We'll see. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, very interesting. Okay, number two, 
Matt skills, that should be self-explanatory. Again, you know? true wrestling ability. Right, right. Very good. You know, are you Bret Hart or are you serviceable? Are you John Cena or are you even worse? Uh, are you Bret Hart or are you... Steve King? Steve King, yeah. <laughs> Steve King. Next. Okay, number three, your overall... This is this is an interesting one. I like this. Uh, your overall influence on the industry. What have you done to change the business or what have you done to forward it? Or, you know, what kind of impact have you had on it, right? That's basically what we're getting at here. So you might not be the greatest technical wrestler. Right. This has but, actually ha- could have nothing to do with that, to tell you the but truth. But, like, for example... Hulk Hogan, if, if look at the got, influence he had on the industry. Or, it's not Bret Hart. Or the NWO as a, as a faction, right? Right. They had an influence on the oh, industry. Oh, they sure yeah? did. Okay. They sure did. Okay, here's my personal favorite, because this is where <laughs> the nerd factor comes in for me. The back of the baseball card. This is where we're talking about championships. Resume. How many belts you've won? If you've been a Money in the Bank winner, if you've mm-hmm. won the Royal Rumble, things like that. NWA you know, champion, NWA champion, or back in the tor- territorial days, if you dominated a region, blah blah blah. You know, these are uh, the back of the baseball card. Okay. And then number five, that indescribable thing that you usually feel when you're watching, and you get what they call the it factor from a wrestler. Does he have that it factor? Is there something that draws you to the TV to want to see this guy? So I'll use something as an it factor. If anyone watched that great, true documentary on Andre the Giant that HBO put out. Okay. At some point, they start showing clips of other wrestlers. And for a Mm non-wrestler, superstar Billy Graham is posing. Mm -hmm. And my wife, who's not a big wrestling fan, instantly said... Who's that? Who's that? It factor. It factor. Yeah. Right? It factor. He sure had it. All right, well, let's talk about contestant number one, John Tolos. Farrell, take All it away. All right, ladies and gentlemen, John Tolos. During the 1950s and 60s, Tolos was part of the Canadian wrecking crew with his brother, Chris Tolos. On December 28, 1963, John and Chris captured the WWF United States Tag Team Championship in two straight falls over, by the way, their opponents that night that they took the belts from were Gorilla Monsoon, and Killer Kowalski. Wow. Yeah. While both teams were heels at the time, that's interesting, too. We probably would have loved that. That would have been great. You know, heels head-to-head. You know, um, they were... uh, The Tolis brothers did a television interview prior to the title match looking forward to seeing all of their fans in Teaneck. That night, they were actually cheered throughout. Very interesting. Oh, man. A lot of people voting for Tolos right now, my friend. I love John Tolos growing up. I thought that this would be interesting. I hope everyone hears us out, too, because this is going to be interesting. Tolos also engaged, and this is another huge portion of his career, where he engaged in a very long-time rivalry with Classy Fred Blassie over in the Los Angeles territory. Now, of course, this is where I was tuning in on UHF Channel 41 from Patterson, New Jersey, to watch Lucha Libre de Profesional, and I saw a lot from the Olympic Auditorium with the great Jimmy Lennon as the announcer, and man, oh man, did I love that show. But anyway... Adrian Street was on... He was! He was, and he was big time. So was Johnny Rods as... uh, Absolutely. There you go. Um, They would feud over the NWA America's Championship, Tolos and and Blassie, and understand this, this is the territory days, so this is when this belt was kind of like the... Equivalent to, you know, the United States champion or the champion of that area. And they just fought and fought and fought over Equivalent this Equivalent to the WWF title? Uh, no, no. But I would say equivalent to like an intercontinental level at least. If, you know, the America's championship. It wasn't the world title, but it was very important 
during the territory days for that territory, and that territory was Los Angeles, which was drawing 20,000-plus when Tolos and Blassie would fight each other. Uh, Tolos did a lot of other strange things later on after his career was winding down. Uh, he wound up actually doing some work with Herb Abrams, who mm-hmm. I find to be very fascinating. Our very own Sunny Beach. Yep. Very true, Sunny Beach right. from UW, absolutely from UWF. You can catch Sunny Beach in studio on former uh, episodes of Monty and Absolutely. Farrell, along with his partner, Steve Ray. Absolutely. Uh, this is where, you know, and, and I actually caught Tolos towards the end of his career, and I, I loved him. I thought he was a very engaging bad guy. I He kept me glued to that program. I He was the heel when I was watching that show from Los Angeles over those couple of years. Very fond memories watching him. Uh, of course, later on in his career, and I looked this up, and I, I know how much you love Coach. Mm. You know, poor mm. John Tolos is asked to come to the WWF and do this role of Coach, where he replaces. Well, was he asked to come? Or do you think Vince was doing a favor? I don't know. What's the well? Maybe we'll we'll get into that. Maybe sure. you know the story behind that. I don't know how what you know how he wound up there, but there he was, and in a role that could never have succeeded anyway. You're replacing Bobby the Brain Heenan. You're going to fail. I don't care what your gimmick is. You're going to fail when you're trying to replace Bobby DeBrain Heenan. But he came in as coach, and you could tell even Mr. Perfect was not into this, you know, by the way. And um, he did what he could with it. He was a good talker, in my opinion. Nothing like, no, no Ric Flair. But he did fine with the role with what he could do with it. But that role was doomed from the start. Unfortunately, I think that's how you remember him. (laughs) It's pretty much his coach. But, um... In his prime, John Tolos was a main event heel who did wrestle Bruno San Martino at Madison Square Garden back in, I believe, 1974. It was a one-off. It wasn't like he had a you know a lengthy program with Bruno, but he did manage to uh, you know wrestle Bruno for the belt at the Garden during Bruno's prime. Um, a, a really great wrestler, in my opinion. You know, not right. a Ric Flair, obviously, not a Bret Hart, but John Tolos deserves much respect. Um, and that's uh, that's the deal with John Tolos, ten-time America's champion, former WWF champion, WWWF tag team champion with his brother, and uh, had a lot of other belts in, in, from territory to territory, getting belts here and there from the territory days. He's a territory legend, I'll say that much. Well, I want to be fair here because... Again, okay. I'm not the master like you are. Oh, I'm not the master. Um, the Golden Greek. Yes, I watched a lot of ma- couple of matches, like four. Or I five tried matches. to send you a couple of them. Right. Like, Look. Okay. Um, the first thing I thought is, Here how can someone? Oh no. <laughs> complain about today's wrestling? Yeah. When you know, as a fan, I watched some John Tolos matches. Yeah. And I think I brought it up to you. Yeah. Um, If anyone could catch, he's in a match against Jerry Lawler. At the end of his, uh, later on at the end of his career, pretty much getting there. Go on. Yep. Um, yep. He literally gets on the top rope, jumps on Lawler's arm, gets on the jump rope, <laughs> jumps on Lawler's arm, gets on top. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> what is this love for John Tolos? Right. Uh, I didn't get it. Okay. I got to be honest with you. I didn't think it was such a great, I, first of all, I wasn't impressed. Okay. I, I watched Bruno. I you didn't really earlier. watch the best. I, I, you must have been a little more impressed with the Bruno one, though, right? I, mean, I was more impressed with the hey, Bruno one, but then again, there. not over. Okay. Right. First of all, the You're guy didn't look like a Greek god to me. <laughs> okay. 
He looked like the... Did Spirios Arion look like a Greek god Yes, he did. Very interesting, because I don't think either of them exactly epitomized Greek gods. Well, I thought he looked more like a deli counter guy, but that's... <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm being honest. You here. know who I think John Tullos looked like? John Saxon. Do you know who that is? No. He's a famous actor. <laughs> he was like in the Bruce Lee movies, I think. He, that's who he reminded me of a little bit. I don't know why. I was not impressed, by, I was not Saxon, impressed but... by John Tullos' wrestling skills. Okay, okay. Would you say he was bad, though? Be fair. Think, think about that. Was he serviceable? Here's what I what do. What you were watching? This is what I'll tell you. Okay. He's I'm glad that you chose the wrestlers <laughs> for our first segment. Yeah. Because if you would have chose anybody but The Miz, we shouldn't even have the segment because Tullos wouldn't win. He has an opportunity against The Miz. Against The Miz, okay. So All good right. choice. Okay. Again, I'm not getting this infatuation with John Tolos. Okay, interesting. All right. um, well, again, it's your exposure to him, though. Uh, again, you didn't... You didn't catch what I caught when I caught it. I, I started watching in 79, 1980 or so, and Tolos was still a main event heel in Los Angeles, and I loved his work. So he had the it factor in Los Angeles. He did. Did he have the it factor here in the Northeast? No, because he never really... Well, I can't answer that. The ones who can answer that are the ones who saw him in 1974 in this area. We were too small. Right, I get it. What I did see, I sent to you, and I was impressed with his physique at the time. Really? I thought he looked great. Okay. I don't think he looked bad at all. He no, was, I didn't think he looked bad. I, I just thought, thought he looked, looked like great. Regular, next to Bruno, he looked like... What? Nothing. Listen, John Tolos is not magnificent Morocco. Mm -hmm. Okay? John Tolos is not Greg Valentine. Gotcha. John Tolos, to me, is not even Ken Patera. As far as pizzazz and and aura and all those other things, but John Tolos was a really convincing bad guy who you hated, and he made you hate him, and he didn't make you hate him with annoyance the way the Miz does. But we'll get to that. Okay. When we break down the Miz, the Miz annoys people. Tolos actually generated true heel hatred, and that's an old school characteristic, and that's what I loved about him. I thought he was very old school villain. So you give him a good it factor. Wrestling, you're giving him a good Yeah, wrestling. you want to break that down? I mean, what do we got here again? What's the Well, let uh, me go over something else. Let's think about something else. Okay. So I said, let me listen to some old John Tolos interviews. Okay. And basically, it's some dude going, I'm going to break your leg. Right. I was like, oh, my God. Was good. All right. It was, it was just old was school garbage mic skills. I didn't consider it cardboard cookie cutter, though. Well, I'll tell you what. I also watched when... Perfect brings him in as coach. Right. And it was Perfect's bad good. then, Perfect's but I watched cool. it last night, is yeah. when it happened. Perfect. Yeah, it was terrible. I got to tell terrible. you what, as you coach, can't... the best thing he ever did was give Bill Alfonso a gimmick, dude. I got to be honest with you. Bill Alfonso made it work much better, though. Wasn't even close. Dude, I'm sorry. Not impressed by John Tolos. Understood. Okay? I'm Understood. not impressed by you John Tolos. You know what? Let's Tolos. get to the Mike verse. We'll get to it when we finish the Miz now, you know? You want me to read about the Miz, too? So our I'm going to be exhausted. The next Why don't you contender, the you got the Miz, oh, brother. Oh, my God. I got the our Miz, next, too. Uh, our next competitor is Michael Gregory Mizan. What is Mizani? Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> go ahead. You do go with it. <laughs> Michael Gregory Mizan. And, uh, he, wow, he's going to be 41 this year. You know, people may not realize this, but the Miz has been around with the WWF, I think, for almost, I think, around 17 years. You know, he signed with the WWE, and of course he performs on the Raw brand currently. You know, uh, he's holding the money in the bank contract again. He's got it back again, right, Mike? He does. I, I think, yeah, I think he lost it, but somehow he got it back again somehow. somehow. Um, you folks may 
remember that he started way back on MTV's The Real World, back to New York in 2001. Then he was on more of these real world shows. Then eventually, wow, what's this, Battle of the Network reality stars? This guy's all over the place. Then he somehow winds up on Tough Enough. Let's not forget he's with Maurice. The right there, you get that's, tons that's, of street well, you right get oh, Absolutely. That, you know, he winds up on Tough Enough, and this basically launches his uh, career with the WWE. We know about Maurice. Wasn't she the Diva Search, too, or something like that? She um, was. You know, uh, as far as uh, transcending, The Miz can say this much, that's for sure. Uh, you know, The Miz and Mrs. is successful. It's a successful show. Not everybody in wrestling goes into a reality show and succeeds. I can think of the Bellas, obviously, as have succeeded, and The Miz has succeeded. Anybody else gone into a reality show and succeeded? Um, like, really succeeded? Hogan, did Hogan, show Hogan wrote the, te- the template for it, to tell you the truth. But not too many people... Might have ruined his career, though. But yeah, well, that didn't work out so great for him either, that's for sure. Um, so we know about all of this and, and you know, what he's done w- entertainment-wise. And Vince probably loves that factor, plus being in the Marine movies and all of that. But let's get to the wrestling, okay? Here's where things are, you know, make it interesting. We know that he's good on the microphone. He's also won a total of 19 championships in the WWE. He's won the world title one time. He defeated John Cena at WrestleMania. The I last mean, great professional wrestler. Th- th- well, he could be the last great uh, superstar. Fair enough. You know, that way, you know, everybody's getting his T-shirts from here to, uh, you know, Serbia. Um He's got the Intercontinental title eight times as far, you know, on top of his WWE championship, United States champion twice, eight tag team championships. Now, of course, in this day and age, they pass around the title like it's, you know, hot potatoes, but he has held everything. So I give Tolos a little break on that for sure. Yeah, you gotta, you know. Um, What else has he done? Well, Money in the Bank, we know about that one. He's he's won it before in the past, too. Uh, This is impressive, and say what you want, but as far as the nerds, you can't really fight this one. PWI 500 in 2011, Miz was number one. Wow. The wrestler of the year. And that comes from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, who we both irreversibly respect, obviously, Mm -hmm. with their history. Uh... It's not so cut and dry, folks. It's not so cut and dry as you, you think it would be. The, I Miz, do. the The Miz has an outstanding career. You know, whether you like him or hate him, look, you gotta remove the, the Who's a better wrestler? The emotional... Matt skills, Farrow. Oh, we're gonna me. go we're just gonna get to it. Just Why don't get you tell me it. what you think of the Miz first before you basically declare of, him the winner? Because I, I can see what, where you're going with what, this. What I think of so the much for tradition, so much for all boys, so much for I think, go on. I think the Miz started poorly. Yeah. Gains my respect. Yes. And now he's ending poorly. <laughs> and now he's ending poorly. Dude, I cannot stand he's, this he Morrison Miz thing. I'm like, get you and everybody off. else. Now, I like Miz, Miz and Mrs. Mrs. Or oh, whatever. I love, that, I love that show. No, I can't. No. I love that no, show. No, I, I will not say that. But I will say that when they were together in the ring, Maurice and Miz, that was probably his high well, point. anywhere, Maurice. It's oh, is that all it takes? Yeah. Oh, look, it's Maurice. You're over, Miz. Done. That's true, though. He was over when she was by his side. So. I'm not a fan of Miz either. Right. But I'm going to weigh in. Yeah. Better wrestler? Miz. Well, let's go slow here. Okay, good. Better math skills. Why don't, we do, why don't we do it in order? Wasn't it my skills first? Go ahead. You're okay. in lead here, bro. Who's got the better mic skills? Well, you know what? I really don't want to upset anybody, but the facts are the Miz has better mic skills. Agreed. He's got better mic skills. Agreed. Come on, the guy can talk for hours. Not that you would want him to. So I'll grant you that. But I do think he's a more well-rounded... Russell Campbell says Miz highly understated and underrated. Uh, that's fair. People can say that, and I wouldn't disagree with that. All right, so we I got wouldn't. Miz on the mic skills. What else you got? All right, uh, Matt skills. 
Miz? The, no. This is oh, where... Oh, come no, on, No, no, actually, no, no. This is where I'm going to call this one a stalemate because neither one... Of, it's both, a stalemate. They're both just serviceable to me in the ring. Neither one of them are Rob Van Dam, Bret Hart, or whatever. They're both serviceable. By the way, one thing uh, yeah. Bon Lewis says out there, fun fact about the Miz, yeah. he's the second longest holding the Intercontinental title based on continuous days right. held 597. Mm-hmm. Only Pedro Morales mm-hmm. was held the title longest 619. And Bon, mm-hmm. if you want to learn a little more about that, go to oh, our past it. video, The he'd History of the Intercontinental yeah. Title. I think you will love that show. Yep. Great so point, too. Thanks going for the comment. With, uh, you're going with Tolos on the mat, huh? No, I, I'm calling that one a stalemate because again, I it's don't think draw. I don't think one was greater than the other. I just think they're both serviceable. Neither one of them are Jimmy Snooker right. or something. There's Fair nothing enough. outstanding about either, either of their. Either one of them is Jimmy Snooker. Yeah, they just there's nothing. There's no pizzazz in either. They're, they're serviceable. Neither one of them is Frankie Williams. Okay, what's next after Mike skills and Matt skills? You got this criteria in front of uh, you or no? I don't know. Hold on, let me pop. How it about up. Uh, you know the impact they? What was it? How did you word it? The impact that they left behind? Well, uh, yeah, on the uh, the legacy. That they left on wrestling. I'm pulling it up for you right now, Farrah. Hold on, buddy. I'm getting there, bro. Um, Uh, Overall influence on the industry. I got to be honest. I I I don't don't really either one has. Right. I'm going to call that. I don't think that either one of them have had a huge. I'm sorry. No, that's another stalemate. And we can have stalemates. You don't have to. Back of the baseball card. That's not. It's a no-brainer, bro. That's the Miz. Right? Yeah. Whether whether you want to agree with it or not, I'm sorry. You can't com- you can't compare the and it factor. I don't even think either one has it factor. Yeah, in my opinion. Anyway. Yeah, well, I'll agree. Is this a draw? No, because you've got one, back one, of the baseball card, right? And so the, so you've got one. Mike skills, right? So and you've got one. draws all the way rest down, right? So, so we're it's basically two O and three draws. So we're going to give the official it's win to be to the Miz to the Miz, yeah. Power, you want to tell people next week uh, what the head-to-head competition will be? I hear something. (laughs) I can't believe these guys chose the Miz over John Uh, Paul. Man, you know what is what it is. I mean, it's not like we were like expecting one to absolutely slam the other, and uh, honestly, he didn't. He didn't win all five categories. All right. So, which way you going uh, next week? Who is on board next week, my friend? Next week. I didn't put in the script. Sorry. Did we even talk about it yet, or you just want me to wing something off the well, cuff? Well, you did. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Mill Mascaris. I did. I did that. Yes, you did. Did I really? So next week, everybody. Wow. It is Randy Orton. Matchup against Mill Mascaris. I'm a genius. Wow. Uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Yeah, my brain hurts. <laughs> See you in a minute. <coughs> in the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast. www.quickcast.com 866-7-CAST-NOW that's eight six six seven cast now. Quick cast. Start your own success. Elm Logistics for all your logistic needs. Call six three one two nine nine three five nine five. That's six three one two nine nine three five nine five. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. 
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Nefaro, seen every Thursday, produced out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conklin, New York. Next week, um, in our second show of the year, mm. we will be going over the career of the great bruiser Brody. You want to wow. weigh in on that there, Farrow? Boy, oh boy. i got a lot of research to do. He certainly is someone that you could probably do two to three hours on. That's for shit sure. That's that's going to be good. Is this guy? Is this setting us up for a future guest? Because I feel like it kind of it is. It is, but before that, on January twenty first, we have in studio comedy legend from formerly from the Howard Stern show, <laughs> Jackie the Joke Man Martling will be in here. Nice catch, Monty. And that's why we call it the Variety right. Show. Nice catch. We'll talk a little wrestling, but mostly about comedy. Jackie. And I'm very excited to have Jackie the Joke Man in. It's a big deal, man. And it's on nice. January 24th, we have Dutch Mantel in studio, and that's at 10 in the morning. Right. Uh, Dutch Mantel was part of the whole, like you said, leading in from the Bruiser Brody thing. He was there with Tony Atlas and Savio Vega, he was who we've had in, so in studio. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, including myself, and I, I think you too. What? Um, Careful now. Well, I'm what? being honest is I think Dutch knows a little more than uh, he's let on I in the past. I think a lot of people know more. <laughs> I think a lot of people know more than what they've let on in the past. I think we're going to find what, try to see what we can find out. Well, you know, you'll get the questions here on M&P, so... Absolutely. I'm thrilled about that, though, too. You know, and I'm pretty psyched to have Dutch Mantel in here. And uh, I believe... The 29th. Okay. I'm not officially sure. Okay. But we are going to, we'll put that announcement in there. But uh, we have a uh, former MMA champion in Dan Severin. Also Friday, former NWA right? champion. That's right. Dan Very Severin. good. Yep. Monty Nefaro could be seen on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, which most of you are probably watching right now. The Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. On New York Cable TV, Channel 115, every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30. And for Early Risers, Saturday from 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. And right after this show, mm. if you're in New York, you can catch our show on Friday morning from 1.30 a.m. to 2 a.m. I think I got that wrong. It's 2 a.m. to 2.30. If right? you have a TV. Yeah. If you have a TV. Yeah, yeah, right. Farrell, parting words? Uh, just like, let's all hope that this new year brings us uh, a lot more joy and a lot less grief. Let's put it that way. That's for sure. Let's have a better year this year, folks. Let's try. I will say this. Um, I'm humbled to be part of the studio. Humbled to have the fans who have supported us last year. Thank you for taking two guys who have loved this great sport, and we call it a sport, mm, yeah. and allowed us the opportunity to come into your living rooms yeah. and entertain you. Yeah, I know try. I know. some people don't like our style, and some people love our style, oh, well, but we're okay with both. Yeah. We're just here to, if we can help everybody get through what they're going through, that's what we got into this to begin with, right? The show must go on. I want to thank the wonderful sponsors who sponsor this show, so please, you know, Look at our ads, please. Support them. Help support them, right? Thank you. Thank you, Farrow. Thank you very much yeah, for that. Support them. And uh, we're looking forward to next week where we're going to go over the, the career of Bruiser Brody. Mm -hmm. And we have our second head-to-head -head competition, um, which is going to be Mill Maskeris against Randy Orton. I hear voices Again, guys, in my head. I love the fact. I love the interaction. Russell Campbell, I know you're new to the show. I'm glad you're here to stay, my friend. We're happy to have you, and thank you 
for supporting us. It's very, very important. And, you know, again, we're humbled by everybody who interacts with us on all our pages, and we thank you so much. We're expecting a big year next year, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm lost for words in some I just cases. think that it's awesome that we can come into, you know, your homes and give you something that you love, pro wrestling. Talk about it. Enjoy yourselves. I mean, with the way everybody's unfortunately almost been forced to live inside, yeah. and you don't really get to interact with people, this is the chance for us to all be together for an hour, and we really do appreciate everybody tuning in. And Thank it's again, you. we love the fact, hey, if you're a John Tolos fan and you're pissed off right now... <laughs> I get it. I'm, I'm I get pissed. it. You're mad. I like it more than the Miz, and I still had to and judge yeah. it this way. But again, that's, but that's the whole point fair. of the head to head thing. We're but trying to take old fair. school against new school right. and say, here we go. Right. And let's go over it. And next right. week's going to be hot, right? Right. Mil Mascaris, a Mex- Mexican legend. Right. Against maybe oh, yeah. one of the top pro wrestlers of the new age, oh, Randy come Orton. On. Right? Ab- absolutely. Talking you know, about pinning two guys. And you know what's weird too? For those of you who may be hot about, you know, how it turned out in the Miz, you know, one in our uh, comparison. Try to remember this: the Miz has been working for one company for seventeen years, and not just any company. Yeah, the company. So he's really, he should be respected as a veteran by now, don't you think? Absolutely. How many years has the guy been there, you know? So try to look at it that way, too. It's not like one, we, we one, picked a one-hit wonder rookie or something like that. One last thing, Bon Lewis says, great show again, guys. Let's get you to the top ten. Farrow, send us out, brother. You've been watching Monty and the Farrow, and until next time, as I always say, besides Happy New Year, later.